Welcome into Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. I'm Corso. Catone is here. Joe is with us in the booth, and you're joining us, watching us on YouTube, listening on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or hey, wherever you podcast. And if you want to listen to us live while we're doing this, uh, you could do that on Podbean. And uh, hey, give us a call, Heated Hotline. They're all coming back now. We got we got a lot of them coming in now, Mark. Some oh, of them, uh, yeah. Pretty good. Yep. Joe tells me this week is, is a good one that I'm particularly going to like it. So I don't know what that means, but we'll see what happens. So 855-313-PATS. Leave a message 24-7. Anything's on the table. We'll be ready. So 855-313-7287. Guys, we got a, we really got a packed show today. In uh, Weekly Rewind, we're going to go back into the NFL playoffs, look at those championship games, break some of those down, have some mocks, got some pretty interesting takes on that. So stay tuned for that. And uh, we'll also have our Sunday spread, our final uh, NFL one, where we'll give you our lock of the week for the Super Bowl. And, uh, of course, Catone's comments. You you never want to miss that. That's, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't. I, I laugh every time, Mark. So Catone's comments, stick around for that. And, of course, some Bs and Cs. We'll talk Bruins and Celtics as they make their way to the uh, All-Star breaks. But, uh, hey, guys, uh, Joe, Mark, before we, uh, before we get to – Weekly rewind. We want to say goodbye to a legend today. Uh, what? I'm not going anywhere. Who are you saying goodbye to? I'm not going anywhere. The legend's <laughs> yeah. right here. What? <laughs> Joe. You know, I'm not really concerned with next year. I'm not concerned with next week. I'm concerned with today. And if I put myself in a position today to do well, then when the time is ready for me to play, I'm going to be ready to play. Tom Brady's in the game. Showed some great poise in preseason. Let's see if it carries over to the season. He said, hi, Mr. Kraft. I want to introduce myself. I'm Tom Brady, and I'm the best decision this organization has ever made. season record.
Touchdowns, championships, you know, you name it. I don't think I'm getting tougher than him. Brady takes the snap. Back in three steps. He pumps. He looks long. He throws it down the left side for Dorsett. Yes. And he makes the catch in the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots! for such a great organization and great coach and great coaches and so many great teammates over so many years. You know, the best team wins. And you know, I've been so fortunate to be on the best team. When I heard Tommy's announcement, it just made me pause and think the number one player in the history of the game played for the New England Patriots. Man, I'll tell you what, I, I've seen that video, uh, wow. I, I don't even know how many times this week, and yeah. every single time, it really it really gets me. Thank you to uh, the New England Patriots organization, Bob Kraft, for putting that out um, this week, uh, and Joe, thank you for, for getting it up on the air for our show. So you didn't see that one. I had to add a little bit of uh, that flavor at the end with the craft. Yeah, the craft, ending. With craft, yeah, yeah. You know, all together, yeah, yeah. where he said he was a great player. So Joe, nice job. Thanks for thanks for the uh, mark. Um, I mean, what do you you watch that? What what do you think of? What do you think my, about? My God, right? I mean, Jesus, that was wow. Twenty years, right? Flashed before your eyes. My God. But yeah. the thing I think of Chris when I think of Brady, right? And 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 you know, people made such a big deal out of Michael Jordan, and they used to say, you know, he was the he would compete and compete. He, you know, he he would bet you the size of a pencil that he had was bigger than yours, oh. right? He was just oh, so yeah. competitive, right? But yep. Brady, what people don't talk about enough, is just as competitive, and he's a nut, and he just wants to succeed. The fact that he was the 199th pick in the draft, right? I mean, two things, Chris, when you talk about competitiveness, right? Two things I remember, right, is the Pittsburgh game yeah. in, in Foxborough when the cornerback clock was running his mouth all week, right, about oh. Brady. You know, I'm going to shut him down, ba 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 ba, And Brady, I think when we were at the 50, and Brady throws the, the pass down the middle, to Hogan for a touchdown, 50-yard touchdown, right? And Brady 
he's not Lamar Jackson, right? He's not an athlete. He sprints to the end zone and gets in Clark's face, and he tells him, you effing suck, right? Right in his (laughs) face he got, remember? That's the kind of competitor he was, right? People forget about that. That's what made him him because nobody was like him when it came to that, right? And, 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 you know, things like that, you remember. And, and just recent, I mean, the game in Arrowhead, Chris, right? And it's on the video. I yeah. mean, he, the guy's in his 40s. Edelman's busting his balls, telling him, you're too old, you're too old, <laughs> right? Right, get him going. And, and he goes in there, and people forget. Everybody got obsessed with the coin flip, and the Patriots won the coin flip, and they got to change the rules of overtime because oh. Mahomes didn't get the ball. But what people forget, on that drive in overtime, he converted three third and tens. Three. Yeah. Two yeah. to Gronk, one to Edelman. That's unheard of in an overtime game. Three third and tens, he converts. He was just a competitor, Chris. Like you've yeah. never seen, we've, we'll never see again. And it just made him who he was, you know? Yeah. yeah I mean, and, and all of those things, you know, you, you, you look at all those moments in that video and, and, and just, you start to think of your own and, and you kind of relate it, you know, in your own. And we talked a little bit about this last week, what the Patriots mean to us, you know, personally. And, and you start yeah. to think about how it affects your, you personally and, and what you, uh, you know, what it, what it meant to you, your family, friends, whatever. And <clears throat> it provided so much, so much joy and happiness to us throughout the years. When, when before that, it was so bad. It was so, you know, tenuous. The, 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 were they going to move? All that stuff that, like we talked about last week. And this guy comes along and just took it to a level we'll never. I, it's stupid numbers. It's just stupid, stupid numbers. And I'm going to go through them in a, in, a, in a second. But for me, I'm with you, the competitive nature of, of this guy. And by the way, Clark shared that story. Shared that video uh, oh, this did he week. Share it? I saw that, uh, but he okay. didn't see not the end, not the last part when Brady went up to him. And he, but he yeah. admitted he says, "Yeah, he, he got me," you know. But to me, it was in that Atlanta. It was in Atlanta. There was so many, but that Atlanta Super Bowl, um, not so much a play, but the way he conducted himself and behaved on the sideline. You know, there's a lot of people, a lot of players that would just duck their heads, you know, and say, "You know, this thing's pretty much over." This dude was walking up and down the sideline. You see the video of him saying, laser focus, laser focus, because that whole bench with heads were down. And he wouldn't let it. He would not allow them to lose that game. He just wouldn't do it. And and to me, that's Tom Brady. And I know he's gotten commercialized and all that over the years, but he's always seemed to be a good person, a good father, you know, just, just to seem to be a good human being. And, and that's the part of it, too, that Pioli talked about this week, you know, is knowing him off the field um, with his kids and, and the way he acts. And you see his daughter in that, that clip saying, this is the greatest year of my – the best year of my life, Daddy. You know, that's Tom Brady. We'll never see him again. But, Mark. Even if he wasn't, even if he wasn't, even if he was a real piece of shit we find out later on, <laughs> he played it off really – he did he did it really well. He He – it was a class act, and he and he presented himself as a class act always. And it's like, yeah. you know, it's almost to the point where you're like, eh, come on, Tom, really? You know, Mr. Goody yeah. Two-Shoes, but like... Are you this good? 
you are you really this good <laughs> behind closed doors you're doing you know but he did right. it, and it's like it's out there for everybody to see and it's like that's the part i go listen this guy he, he's right there it is what it is you know and because you're never going to hear it mark no and i think Kraft right. touched on that a little bit in his speech right that 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 monologue he gave about him and Joe took a bit of it and put it at the end of the video. But in in, in his he kind of talked about that personal side, like you said, Chris, that Paoli said out off of the field and yeah. touched on that too, about how you know he, he became like a son to me, you know, and which so and 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 like Joe said, you know, whether he was or he wasn't, but but it, it, all accounts make it seem like he was that you know genuine type of a guy off of the field as well, you know? Yeah, and yeah, it's just, uh, and, and, and look, some of the, we, you go through some of the numbers and you, you look at on the field, um, this on the field performance. So just give me a look. So the end of his career, he, these are all time leaders and all this, all these numbers that we're talking about. 89,000 yards, 214. I don't want to short him any because he wouldn't allow that. Um, touchdown passes, 649. In the regular season, holds the record for the most pass attempts at twelve thousand fifty, and com and completions at seven thousand seven hundred and fifty three. Mark, he um, most wins two hundred and fifty one. Okay, he's been to fifteen Pro Bowls. All right, um, and I, you know that that number. I thought that was a little low. I I I, I thought it was I a thought it was too. That. But I think earlier in his career, he didn't have as many. Because well, the, no, the first you know, couple of years, of right? Deal. Yeah, and then yeah. he had the year where he was injured. He didn't play, right? Yeah, but I say like from 07 on, I don't think he, you know, that's probably got he got most of it. But seven Super Bowl titles, again, stupid numbers, stupid, stupid numbers that you can't even, you know, um, <clears throat> he has more Super Bowl wins than any other NFL team. Okay, more him. All right, um, holds the records for most appearances in Super Bowl with ten. Most postseason wins with 35. Okay. He's got um career finishes career with most passing yards. And I think this is combined of 102,614 yards and 737 uh passing touchdowns. So uh, and his and his, you know, mock. And those are his numbers. But what he what he create? I mean, well, comment on that because so the numbers, Chris, are stupid because just the longevity of playing as long as he did, no one's ever going to break some of those records just because no one's ever going to play long enough to break those records. No quarterback is right. going to play long enough to break some of those records. It's impossible. The thing about it, though, that you that you love is that he did it. You know, you look at some of these other players like Manning. Manning threw the 55 that one year. You know, Brady hit 50 touchdowns. Brady did these things with nobody. Nobody. Most, most of the time. Most of the time. Most, of the, most time. of the time. And then when you gave him somebody, he threw 50 touchdowns. He went yeah. 18 and 1. You know, yeah, we you get upset him, about that. Yeah, but Mark, yeah. 16 yeah. and 0 regular season. Mm -hmm. 18 and, Chris, and 1. Nobody's going to do that again. But Chris, listen, in that Super Bowl, is tough as the Giants played us in that Super Bowl. And I still believe if we didn't have to play them in the regular season, and that was the first time the Giants saw us on a field, yeah, we would have blew them out. But anyway, but as tough as they played us, Chris, he takes you down the field. 
and hits Moss. Yep, put you to up take by the four. lead with two minutes to go. As bad yep. as the game was, he puts you in position to win. Asante yep. Samuel can't a tailor made interception. He can't oh. catch the goddamn ball. Oh. Chris. You know, That's because you what, were in the stadium. This, you this, were in the stadium. Uh, I'm gonna shut up now. This close, Mark, hitting that. Yeah, that, that and then Rodney you got Harrison the goddamn helmet catch on the same. That's what I mean. The this same close drive came to hitting the ground. You know that close, and so yeah, I mean, stupid number. And what he provided to the team and contributed to the 21 wins in a row. Like I said, 18 and one. Uh, just it goes on and on and on with the Patriots for the numbers. Stupid, stupid yeah. numbers that no team. No team will have that kind of run ever, ever again. And no. um, so, again, our uh, obviously our hats off to Tom Brady, uh, truly a legend. And uh, I mean, what else can you say, Mark? You know, what else? What else can you say? But thank you very much. Thank you for all the years. Thank you for all the memories. Thank you for bringing families together and the community together. And and you know. I, I can't wait till uh, he gets that red jacket. I know he's going to get the gold, but I can't wait till he gets the red jacket. And I can't wait for the first time he's calling a game for Fox. In yeah, the I don't. You think that'll really happen? I don't even know if he'll ever do it. Oh, uh, he'll do it. Thirty million dollars? Yeah, he's not. Yeah, you know, he ain't walking I away guess. from that. He ain't walking away from that. You know tell you so, what? Crash should resign him and give him the clipboard and tell uh, tell Bill to take a hike. Because he that could do it. Something. He could step into place and be the head coach. I think so, that. Mark, listen, his retirement, you know, yeah. do you think it was – I mean, obviously, everybody's asking, is it good? Is it for good? It is. I mean, you know, he's not going to do this. No, it's he's for not going to pull a Brett Favre. He even makes it a point to say this is this is for good this time. Like, he's right. not coming back. Yeah, and so do you think it's more of a matter that somebody didn't – because, I mean, free agency hasn't started yet. So, But, you know, they threw the grapevine – did did he get wind that somebody's just not going to step up and give him money, or this was just his? Hey, you know that's enough. Why did he retire right now? I I think Chris, it was just him saying, "Hey, this is enough." I mean, first of all, Chris, he always said I was going to play the last forty five. He's forty five. Yep. Never said I was playing the fifty. Six. Four, he's forty six right now, isn't he? He's forty six, but he did what he said he was going to do. No, he's he did it. Forty five. He, oh, he completed it. Right, so. he did it. I play. I'm going to play until I'm forty five. That was always his goal. And he mm -hmm. did it. The only, so I don't think it's because, listen, you don't think, you want, people honestly don't think San Fran would have made an attempt after they've gotten so damn close. The kid Purdy looks like he's going to be out for a while. So you don't think you could let the kid Smith sit for one more year and say, okay, Tommy, when is the Super Bowl? Let him learn how to be a professional quarterback. Yeah. And, but, was that the team who said this week? Did they say they were out on him? Who who said yeah, that? They, they, well, they basically said, yeah, you know, they're going to go with the kid. You know, they're all set at quarterback. Oh, no, like it was Tua. It, it was Tua. Miami. They basically said they're going with Tua. Um, yeah. And maybe that's the only place he might have gone, Chris, because his family's there. And I really don't think because of the divorce, they said they don't know if he really wanted to would have went cross West country to Vegas yeah. or to San Fran because his family's in, you know, Southern Florida now. You know, but, so. But he's had, you know, he still had something left in the tank. There's no question in my so. mind. You put him so. in San Fran. You put him in San Fran with that talent. He wins two. The next two are there. Yeah, maybe two. I don't know about but, two, but he wins one. Oh, I, I think. I do. You keep that collection together with no injuries and that defense, two. 
Uh, it's nobody better. There's be no one better in the league. I mean, they they yeah. they should have been. If who knows what happens with Purdy? If and we'll get to that um, in a second. But hey, listen, Tom, thank you again. We say goodbye to a legend, Joe. What is it? What are we titled? Greatest of all, Tom. Great Greatest title, Joe, time. for the show this week because it's completely apropos. Uh, so, listen, I, and I know, Joe, you want to get the heated hotline. I'm seeing the message right now. So um, let's get to that right now, Joe, if you're ready. Let's, uh, let's do it. Hey there, guys. Uh, this is Chad calling from the great state of Kansas. Uh, I just want to say, you know, big fan of the show. Uh, I try to listen to it uh, whenever I get a chance. Uh, but uh, just want to call about uh, about Tom Brady. Uh, retired today. I uh, just wanted to, you know, say, uh, you know, like, congratulations, obviously. But uh, you know, I always thought he was he was the best. Uh, definitely the best of all time, in my opinion. Uh, definitely didn't want him to leave. That was hard to see. Uh, thought if he stayed, probably could have won another Super Bowl or two. Um, and now, you know, I hear, um, hear you guys kind of saying the same, echoing the same sentiments, but, uh, uh, uh Corso, uh, wasn't a couple of years, uh, two, three years ago. Uh, I'm pretty sure you were trying to buy his uh, bus ticket out of town. Um, you know, so I, I'm not sure, you know, which one is it? You know, do you want him out? Do you not want him out? Yeah. What's going on there? But uh, I just want to get your thoughts on that. Tommy, we're going to take thank Chad. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad, for that, that very insightful, insightful calling. First of all, okay. No, first of all, you were one of those in Bill We Trust. In Bill We Trust. Yeah. So Chad's 100% right with you. You were, get him out of town. He's washed up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was in the uh, Mark, Chad, and anyone else out there. Yeah, because yeah. I was in the unique position by myself to be saying, "Hey, look, he's forty-three years old. He, he you know, he behaved uh, for as much as we love Tom." And now here we go. This is the real deal, New England feel. Here it comes. For as much as we love them, in two thousand nineteen, he behaved like a like you know he he, he was down. He behaved poorly. The relationship looked like it was killed. At that point, that's when I said, hey, you know what? we got to move on from him. Who the hell? You're going to tell me everyone out there knew, oh, you know, oh, you know, 43 years old. He's just going to keep doing it with what he did in 2019 with how he looked. Because, yeah, he was pissed off. He had nothing around him. I get that. Okay? But he's had nothing around him before. And he elevated Branch and Givens and Bethel Johnson and Thompson and, and Dobson, all these idiots that played. That, that they wanted to poorly draft. And he raised the level of play for those guys, okay? And so at the time, you know what, Chad? Talk about popping the butt. Good, nice job, Joe. They, who the hell decided to put that on? <laughs> well, we got to give it the real. You know, listen. But, uh, listen. but, but, but he, he, Chad brings up a good point. Mark, I want to hear from you. Go back a little bit to the All breakup. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to what? the breakup. Between right, Tom and, 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 and the Patriots. Yeah, and what about? Well, I mean, go back. Talk. Let's revisit that. I mean, looking at looking at what happened back then. All right, so now, listen. So listen. So in 2007, Chris, he wanted a contract extension. 2018, he wants a contract extension. Before 2019 training camp, he wants a contract extension. And then they eventually get the stalemate, and he says, okay, if you're not going to give it to me, then – don't franchise me. 
and allow me to become a free agent. Wanted Chris was what Drew Brees got. Two years, yeah. fifty million. That was not a lot of money, Chris, at all. No. And he would have no. stayed here. Okay. Yeah, he was basically so, begging for that. You know, and Kraft, Kraft's a hypocrite. Kraft's on there today, uh, this week, I mean, talking about, oh, we'll bring him back yesterday to retire a Patriot. You had your chance to have him retire a Patriot, and you listened to in Bill We Trust, and you pushed him out the door. So if I was Brady, I'd give him two middle fingers, deuces I'd give him, <laughs> deuces, and say, you ain't, I ain't retiring a Patriot. I'm retired. I'll come in for your red jacket ceremony. I'll give you that moment with the fans. Yes, I'm not signing your contract because you didn't. You had the opportunity to keep me here and win another Super Bowl or probably two if you do that. So in 2019, Chris, when you say, oh, you know, he was just the relationship, you know, yeah, it was severed. He was hurt. And he was going through the motions because before that, that that training camp, when they decided he could become a free agent, I think he said, all right, screw you. I'll do what I got to do. I'll fulfill my obligation. I'm getting the hell out of here because after what I gave you, you stuck it to me. And, and, but he says he loves, he's, he's a, he says he's a son to him, but yet he stuck yeah. it to his son for the old man who now we know knew nothing about that position. Because he he like how he goes to, when he went to Tampa Bay, Chris. I told you, I told you he's gonna win a ring because he's gonna stick it in their ass, and he did. You thought I was crazy. Hey, look, look, listen. Okay, hey, hey, hey I, I was wrong. I, I, you know, but you know what, Chad? Well, watch the other shows. You know, go back. Anybody out there, go watch our previous shows because I've owned this. I've owned this. More and over and over that I was wrong. I was dead, dead wrong. But Chris, okay? that's the relationship. That's what happened because. But yeah, Mark, in 2017. Right? Yeah, 2017, you and I both said it. We wondered, well, you got rid of Garoppolo. Why aren't you extending Brady now? Wasn't that the, wasn't that the reason? That should have been the next step, right? It didn't make any sense. And so, yeah, we've done that. Hey, look, Chad, we've done this. We've put it on Belichick. We've put it on Kraft. Nobody wants to put it on Kraft, but we've put it on Kraft because you're the owner. The buck stops there. You can over you can overrule Belichick if you want. I mean, he's done it in other Chris, situations. Dollars and yeah, cents. Well. Dollars and cents. Yeah, because he I, never had to spend for 20 years. That yes. little bit that I added to the end of the video with Kraft, when you when you watch the real video, he takes like so many pauses in between words and such that it looks like it sounds like he's had a stroke. And, you know, not to say anything bad toward him, but it's like he's obviously getting really, really old. And it's like, is yeah. he not making any good decisions or is it, you know, what is it? You know what I mean? Craft. Well, he's got the son with him, which, you know, we see how that goes around the league. Kids of owners you know, that are running teams, yeah. you know what I mean? So, but Joe brings up a good know. point, Chris. I mean, yeah. as he's gotten a little bit older, I think he's relied more and more on Bill's um, discretion and, and, and putting things in Bill's control where I think if this was 10 years ago, Chris, I don't think he, he tells, I think Kraft is probably more involved and doesn't allow Bill to make that decision. But I think yeah. Joe might, might, might be a little bit right there as he's getting older. I think, Bill has got more and more power because Kraft is allowing the football side of things like that, those decisions to be his, you know? Yeah. Well, look, and, and I know we want to, I want to talk a little bit about, um, 
Well, wait, real quick, and then I want to talk about what everyone's saying this week now, looking yeah. at the Super Bowl and Mahomes versus Brady. Is Mahomes the next Brady and all this other nonsense? And I know you got a few things <laughs> to say about that, but and we're going to do that right after the break. But before we get to break, is the pressure off the Patriots now that this that he's now retired? Well, I, yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, it makes it easier, right? Makes it easier. There's no more. Jesus Christ. Yeah, inherently. In other words, whatever team he's on, Jesus Christ, they're they're 13 and three. They're in first place. They look like Super Bowl contenders now. uh, Like it really makes you look bad. So at least now he's out of the way, right? Yeah, well, you had the Buffalo game, right? How bad the Buffalo game was at home when they basically just earlier in the season when they just kind of went into safe mode. And then the next night, Brady comes and brings that team back. And wins that game. You're not going to have that nonsense anymore. So we want to get into uh, Weekly Rewind coming up next and talk about uh, the Super Bowl matchup, talk about the championship games. And we want to talk about Brady versus Mahomes like everybody else is. Uh, We're going to do that right. So, hey, listen, so long, Tom. We appreciate you. Yes. Uh, Rewind is coming back right after this. It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20-plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Back in with more Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. And uh, listen, got to get back to those games, the championship games. Look ahead at the Super Bowl. Uh, let's do that in Weekly Rewind. And Joe, let's have it now. <laughs> Um, going back, back, going back through the week. About a week we rewind. We rewind. We rewind. So, Mark, uh, before we get into the Brady Mahomes thing, um, let's go back to the championship games. Um, any, well, first of all, any surprise with the uh, any surprise with the Philly game? No, I mean, no, other than I the fact said, that you and I both said we didn't think it'd be that much of a blowout, but we thought that they would cover the spread. If you if you listen yeah. to our uh, our show last week, and you know, and who knows, Chris? If per- that doesn't happen to Purdy, Damn who shame. knows what that game becomes? Like that game became like basically non-competitive once that happened. Yeah, and it was a shame. It really was a shame because you wanted to see a good game. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have a quarterback. They didn't have anybody no. that could throw the ball down the field. So you no. know, Philly, Philly kind of won that thing with ease. Um, but get into the other game, okay? Uh, Kansas City, Cincinnati, man. I was so the disappointed. Coach, the coach in you was going crazy. I was so damn dis. Well, I was disappointed on many levels for that day. You know what I mean? Because just clarify I- <laughs> that any you know our Sunday spread. Chris had a big Sunday play. If Cincinnati won, uh, he was oh, it was awful, ugly, good, ugly. Yeah. We were all going to Hawaii. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, going away, <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Yeah, I mean, look, I was disappointed in Cincinnati. I was just, I was, re- we were ready to, to to anoint them, um, the next team, the 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 best team in in football, and and thought, 
you know, they were going to take a run at the end. And, and it was a disappointing performance. To me, it was. Now, you know, if you want to be an apologist, you would say, okay, they, they were missing two starting linemen. And it showed. It, it showed. absolutely showed. But more than that, Mark, the coaching on the defensive side of the ball and the in the offensive as well, lackluster. I mean, it it, it did. They did not show up in the coaching room at all. You, what did you, I mean? What did you see? Well, Chris, first of all, you would you when I talked to you before the game, you're like, you know, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get get pressure on him. They're gonna keep him in the pocket. They're gonna force him to have to really. Th- they're not gonna allow him to do the things he usually does, and they're gonna make him have to plant and move and and and. He didn't have to do that. They didn't. They didn't come up with zero. You thought they'd go to a lot of zero looks, try to get him off his, you know, try to do things with him that would would at least force him to have to see, hey, the yeah, ankle, how ankle. is that yeah. ankle? And they didn't really do that, Chris, until maybe late third quarter, early fourth quarter. You saw him have to plant and move on that thing, and he started limping around. If they did that right out of the gate, Chris, yeah, he may not make it four quarters in that game. They played that defense played scared, yeah. at least from a coaching standpoint. Yeah. They played they played like you know not to let him kill them. They played as if he was on a perfect ankle, no because issues at all. Like in, he still most, had Tyreek Hill. Most of the game, what were they in? What were they playing most of that game? Because I know you, I, it, it, it escapes me, but I know you brought it up Sunday as we were watching it. Yeah, I mean they they ran some of that cover two shell. Um, a little bit of disguise. They didn't. I didn't see them running a ton of man um, and really bringing the heat. You know, they they yeah. they dropped out a lot. Um, and and you know, and and I I I thought they could have played more man, or at least cover one. At least put a safety over you know over the top to to protect you on a couple of guys. And honestly, to not take because when I look at the the Kansas City Chiefs. They don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. Hardman played for a minute, and then he was out. He's not even going to play yep. in the Super Bowl. So what you had left, you allowed Scanling and Juju Schmidt-Schuster, who's not what he was, and Kelsey. How is it you're not your number one takeaway? We're going to take this guy away. We're not going to allow Kelsey to beat us. And they, I, it was shocking to me how there wasn't overrun the coverage on him all day long. It just wasn't. Yeah, yeah. He threw that and, one it, touchdown it, to him, Chris, right? And he, how I don't, you know, and that was a typical Mahomes type of a play, right? Where, yeah. where he, that when they he needed a play, they, 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 they got him. When he, he when they needed a play, Kelsey was there. No. And it's uh, and you're going to see the Eagles do something different. But, yeah, Mark, take, I thought they'd take him off his spot. They'd apply a lot of pressure, center right. pressure, make a move, get 90 degrees off the edge a little bit, and, and just make him have to put pressure on that ankle. And they didn't do it. They didn't no. do it. And offensively, Mark, what did you see? Offensively, Chris, and, and, and I know, and I'll let you talk a little bit more about it, and, and I know you brought this up. <clears throat> Chris Jones absolutely destroyed them. You mentioned oh. they had two defensive linemen, uh, offensive linemen out. So you got two starting offensive linemen out. I believe it was both tackles with, with the guys that are out. And and all of a sudden, and, and, and you don't have any running back help back there. Wherever he's lined up, to try to help on him and, and chip him, do something to him. You just gave him free run. I get he only had a couple of sacks, but Jesus Christ, he must have had 10 quarterback pressures and hits on the quarterback, even though they weren't necessarily sacks. I mean, come Brutal. on. I mean, that was that's football one on one. 
Chris, right? That's like it was unbelievable. One, I mean, I understand it. And then don't get me wrong, Boyd going out of the game hurt, right? Because yeah. that he's the X factor. Now you got three instead of two, and I think that would have changed some of the things that Kansas City was able to do defensively if Boyd was on the field, right? Because yeah. they could miss him. I don't, I don't put it necessarily on Burrow much either because. When he when they gave him time, he found guys, and that tight end had a he had potential to have a huge day if they could have protected Burrow a little more once Boyd went out. And yeah, I mean Burrow Burrow disappointed a little bit in that he did he didn't see some of the he didn't see some of the pressure coming. He didn't put them in better positions. I know there was one play where they were bringing pressure off the edge. You could see it coming. I could see it coming. And I'm what am I? I'm a broken down bum. What the hell do I know? And I saw. <laughs> I could see it coming off the edge and he had his, he had Mixon on, on his left side. Normally you take him and you shift him to your right side and have, identify and now that. Chris, that would have be him. Quarterback who would make that shift, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Set your protection and he didn't do that a few times, but yeah, I mean, how you're not chipping, how you're not helping out, especially in that last series where they got the ball with two minutes left. They said, all right, Joe, cool. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's get into that. But in that last in that last sequence, Mark was where I, you know, the coaching, the head coach of that. What did you make of his performance in managing well, the game? And I'll give you that example. But go ahead, give me the example. But but so he, Chris, even even throughout the game, Chris, in my opinion, I now you got two offensive linemen out. Okay, so pass protection, you you knew was an issue. But I think yeah. Perrion and Mixon, I think they could have ran for 200 yards against that team, Chris. I think you could have, every time you turned and gave the ball to a running back, they were picking up three and four. And five. You, they could have rushed for 200 yards, Chris. I don't know yeah. why they didn't run the ball and play a little bit more ground and pound to open up play action, and that might have taken some of the pressure off of him. They were flying and off the, the edge, Chris, with Jones. Too. If you're yeah. running the ball, because I'm telling you, you watch Philadelphia's going to rack up yards running the ball against that defense. I think you're right. And and it would have taken a lot of pressure off that offensive line, yeah. too. An offensive lineman, when you want to get offensive linemen right, you run the ball because they much rather go forward than backward. And and so, you know, yeah, I agree. But, Mark, to me, what what <laughs> – the worst part of this, and you could, this is where the head coach and the management of the game, and we're going to get into Brady Mahomes, Belichick, and all that in a second now. 47 seconds left, okay? Cincinnati's got the ball roughly around their own 30, something yep. like that. Yep. So they got to go about 40 yards, right, to get mm -hmm. 35, roughly 30 to 40 yards to get into field goal range. There's 47 seconds left. They run a play, and I think it was a first down play they were coming was up to, on second to the tight down. end. Yeah, I think so. And they were coming up. The clock's moving now, and they're yeah. coming up on 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 second down. And boom, the timeout comes with like forty five seconds, something like that. I start screaming at the TV. What the hell are you calling? They had two timeouts at that time. What the hell are you calling that timeout for? What is the last thing, Mark, you want to do in that situation? Is do you, what? you don't is, give Mahomes any time to get the ball back, right? Absolutely. You didn't learn that from the Buffalo game the year before? It's ridiculous. And so to me, with that time left, you run up to the you run up and you you go hurry and you run a play. 
you don't start using timeouts till you get to about 30 seconds and you're about the 40-yard line over there. Now you can ensure yourself of not giving them – force them to make to call the timeouts then if they're going to do that. But now you know they're not getting the ball back. I got two timeouts left. I need to get 30 yards. Here we go. Didn't happen. The coach wet himself. And to me, that's that was a huge, huge moment in that game where Chris, that at least coach, you go to overtime. If, Chris, if you remember correctly, that coach wet himself in the Super Bowl against the Rams, remember? I do. Yeah, I do. And so, you know, we, we, we're anointing Cincinnati, but we'll see. I mean, next week we're going to, you know, we're going to be on Saturday next week. We'll have our Super Bowl, Super Bowl breakdown, and we can get into that. And uh, I, we're a little short on time, so we'll go Sunday spread next week and pick that game up, Mark. Yeah. But we wanted to really talk about um, this Brady-Mahomes thing. I mean, you're hearing it all week. You know, you're hearing about, well, Mahomes is now the next pro- – Mark, go ahead. Go ahead. Listen. Mahomes, okay, I get it. How about the? Here's the other thing, and I, as you're gonna say, I don't know if anyone listens to Colin Coward, the herd, right? I, I, I think he's on Fox during the day. He's got a talk show, and he said we called Jordan the goat early in his career. Let's just say it now that Mahomes is the goat. What? He said he's got a, he said he's got a stronger arm than Brady. He's Oof. more mobile than Brady. He's got. Are you are you kidding me? Listen, Mahomes has one. I one. I'm gonna say it again. One Super Bowl, and he's only got it because the coach from San Francisco wet himself. Yeah, because they had no big, they shouldn't have won that game. Okay, hmm. now he's got one Super Bowl, Chris. If they lose next week, he's one and two in Super Bowls. I repeat, one and two. What the hell has he done to be called the GOAT? Has he ever won a big game in the playoffs outside of Arrowhead? He's never played a playoff game outside of Arrowhead. So, so do show some balls. Other than the Super Bowl. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use some foul language. Show some balls. Put him on the road in a hostile environment and do what Brady did. Lead your team to a win in, 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 in that type Every of a situation. Place. In a playoff game, no matter where it was, Brady took them in, and he'll play yeah. you. Heads up. And he did it in Arrowhead, too, Brady. And he did it in Arrowhead in his 40s. He did it in Arrowhead and schooled them, and then he got him in the Super Bowl with Tampa, and he schooled him again. Yeah. Not only has he played – so this guy hasn't played a playoff game outside of Arrowhead. No. Okay? So you, I need to see that. Mark's dead right. I need to see that first. I need to see you go on the road and win a tough playoff game, you know, in Buffalo or somewhere like that, and then you do it. Not only that, Mark, you're right. He's one and one on a neutral field. So the only playoff games you took him out at Arrowhead and put him on a neutral field, he's one and one. If he goes one and two, he's getting closer to the Bills. <laughs> he's getting closer <laughs> to the old Buffalo Bills than he is to the Patriots. The Kansas City Chiefs, there is no team in football, everybody, that's the New England Patriots. Ted Johnson said that this week. Kansas Ted City, Johnson's you know, idiot. is the pay- – Ted Johnson's got an ax to grind. Everybody out there in New England, he's got an ax to grind. He hates Belichick, hates him. And that passive-aggressive shit he pulls on the – I don't even believe they put him on the goddamn air. But that passive-aggressive nonsense with him, he's never going to agree with the Belichick side of things. Dude, you played for him those first years. And, Mark, he says this. You comment on this. He's talking about it was all Brady, you know, Belichick, not, you know, it was all Brady. You damn hypocrite. You played on the teams. 
You know, you're insulting every one of your other teammates by saying stuff like that, that it was just, it was Brady, not bullshit. He says, but with Mahomes, you know, Mahomes is Brady. He's, you know, he's the next Brady, but Mahomes read combination is why it gets it done. So Mahomes recombination that, that gets it done, but the but but the Brady Belichick one, no no no, done no good. I don't understand that, Mark. Explain Listen, that. The first three Super Bowls, Chris, we we talk about this all the time. You and I, the first three Super Bowls was definitely Belichick. I think would you'd have to give him a little bit more of the credit for those. The last three, I'm gonna say it was probably seventy thirty Brady, but it was still Chris. To your point, the combination of the two still led you. The six Super Bowls. Andy Reid is pushing 70. So Andy Reid's not going to have the longevity that Belichick had with Brady. So when, if to take Johnson at his idiotic word, what happens in two years when Andy Reid's in the retirement home eating right. juju, be- eating uh, jelly beans on the porch? <laughs> eating jelly beans on the porch of the retirement home. Who's going to, who's my home's going to pair up with? Who? So, so Ted Johnson is a fool. He don't know what he's talking about. Like he said, he's going to ask the grind with Belichick. Listen, Chris, I remember sitting in the snow when Indy came in in the playoff game, the divisional round game. Yep. And Ty Law picks him off three times. Yeah. Manning, three times. That wasn't Brady. That was the defense came in and dominated. Corey Dillon ran the ball 34 times for like 180 yards. Brady just turned and handed, turned and handed it off, and they dominated them defensively, and they pounded the ball on offense. So I don't know what the hell Ted Johnson's talking about. Yeah. Second half, second half of all the Super Bowl runs, Brady. Brady. First Absolutely half, Brady. Absolutely. Belichick, Patriot way. And you know what? For all the nonsense, we'll go back to Brady. Hey, Brady's never come out and said, that it was all about him. Brady's had never had anything but good to say about Belichick. About the, he may be pissed about what happened at the end, sure, but he's sure. never been say, "Hey, I learned everything. I learned how to be a pro from this dude." So you know what? There's nobody that's the next Brady. Forget it. You want to say Mahomes is going to creep up to maybe Manning, Montana? You know, in that range, fine, but not Tom Brady. Not Tom Brady. Well, listen, the, the thing Brady has. Listen, the thing Brady has You'll over never everybody touch else. Him. You mentioned Manning and Montana. The only thing Brady has over Montana. Montana's four and old Super Bowls. Four and, Montana's stats in Super Bowls will never be broken. What he did in four Super Bowls um, that'll never ever be broken. He, he's got like a his passer rating is like hundred and thirty in those four Super Bowls. It's ridiculous, right? But Brady had the longevity. You know, Montana didn't play for, like he did. He had the longevity, you know, and, and he did things that no one's ever going to do again. And I'm going to tell you something. Mahomes ain't going to be no Brady. I don't know about Manning. Mahomes isn't going to be no Joe Montana either. I'm going to tell yeah. you that right there. Joe, the real, and I'll, because I know Joe went crazy last week. The real Joe Cool is Montana. Right, Joe? Yeah. I'll give you that one. I will give you that one. That's the only <laughs> one I'll give you. Right? Joe Joe's a big big San Fran fan, so yeah, he's not <laughs> too. A Montana he fan. That was the thing. I was a Montana fan. That's the because yeah. his name was Joe. That's how I got into football. But like, he's got a long way to go to be. I mean, he's gonna surpass Dallas, uh, uh, Pittsburgh, San Fran to ever be considered like 
the Patriots. Yeah. Forget the Patriots. He'll never, they'll you never touch mean? the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. They'll never yeah. touch the Patriots. So, and listen, you know, like we said, we'll get the Sunday spread and I'll break down of the Super Bowl, but it's a point and a half right now. Philly's favored with a 50 and a half point um, over under. Hey, if you're going to bet this week, I, Philly. If you're going to bet early, I'd go with Philly. I, I told you last week, Chris, I think Philly's going to kick the snot out of this team, but. I would go with Philly because they're going to take they're going to take Kelsey away. They're going to take Kelsey away. You bet your ass they are. But we'll talk more about that next week. Absolutely. So weekly rewind was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? Specialsaucepodcast.com. Hey, when we come back, buckle up as usual. He's in Ernie Rant form. Gatone's comments is next. Tune in to Special Sauce Podcast, wherever you podcast. What's your special sauce? Hey, for So, I hope I I know the only those of you that are watching us on YouTube. So if you're listen if you're listening to our podcast, you can't see. But Chris has on a short sleeve shirt today because of course in Arizona it's gonna be eighty. I don't know, right? I've taken I a beating so enough today. Sick. What? Listen, I've I'm taken so enough sick. of a beating, Mark. <laughs> I am so sick of of listening to these people and the weather. Listen, it's the winter. Okay, we woke up this morning in Rhode Island. It was negative nine degrees. Okay, it was negative nine. The wind chill was uh, 30 below, 40 below zero, whatever it was. But listen, is that right? It's the is middle that of the true? winter. Mark. Yeah, it's, it's, that's true. Yeah, listen, it's my sh- freaking moment. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Be I just, quiet. That just took me. Why? Oh, go ahead. Joe, <laughs> shut him off now. It's negative nine degrees. They're telling you this has been going on since Tuesday. I've been listening to the weatherman TV from Tuesday. We got shelters open if you can't stay warm. Make sure you bring your pets in because they're going to be warm. Don't leave them outside. On is going to leave a pet outside in negative nine degree weather and 40 below wind chill factors. If they do, they should be arrested. You gonna actually tell somebody to bring their pet in? Are you kidding me? Really? Oh, make sure you check your battery in your car and turn it up. Listen, we live in Rhode Island. We live in New England. This has been going on our entire lives. You're putting this stuff on TV. You're talking about it for five days. Tomorrow's gonna be 40 degrees. It's one day. I, the weather drives me insane. And in the summertime, when it's 100 degrees, they act like it's never been 100 degrees. Drink a lot. Of, uh, get the air conditioner. Well, listen, it's the weather. That's what it is. You're making an issue over weather? Are you kidding me? Really? Yes, it's negative nine. Put gloves on. Put a coat on and a hat and deal with it. I've had enough. Well, 
So, and let me ask you, Mark, um, do they still do that over there where if it's going to snow or they scare the hell out of you and everybody goes and buys bread yeah, and milk they and do. whatever yep. that yeah. crap yeah. is? I didn't we know haven't had any. Cold. We really have had no snow this year, Chris. It's actually been warm. It's been like the 40, 50 degrees every day. But this is the first time it's really been cold. But, yeah, they, they run to the store still. Like, it's like they're not going to be able to get food for, like, months. Joe, Joe we're talking about the weather. Yeah. Hey, listen, the one thing I will say, it, it, by the way, it's beautiful out today over here. Of course it is. <laughs> Go outside and relax a little bit later on. Have a nice cigar. Hey, you know. But uh, <clears throat> meanwhile, um, the one thing I did catch in that, Joe, did you catch this about the animals? Which, Mark, you're a thousand percent right. And by the way, it is a crime to do that, to do that <laughs> stuff. Cruelty to animals, by the way. And I, nothing, nothing tears at you more when you see those commercials. Oh, that's awful. So, hey, get out there and adopt, the dog, uh, adopt an animal. Absolutely. But see all the crap he gives, Mark, uh, Joe, in the previous Tones comments, and every so often you hear his dog barking in the background. He's like, God, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. How much does he love that animal? He oh, just yeah. gave a little glimpse. That hey, it- we just uh, we just gained another hundred thousand fans. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's it. The okay. ASP. So, okay. hey, Mark, listen, good stuff as always. The weather, the weather, the weather. So, yeah, hang in there, everybody. Hang in there. <laughs> it, it's coming. The break is coming. You're gonna have a nice, beautiful spring. Coming up, although it was just Groundhog Day, wasn't it? Where yeah, no, going to be in the- Listen, Chris, negative nine. You, you, you would have had about five jackets on. You, because you're not used I to can't. I can't be in that. I'm not. I'm not equipped for that. You know, there's no, there's no need for weather like that. I there's can't. No my no. my son wants to go to University of Montana. He wants to get into the oh. biology geology program there. Oh, yeah. I told him. I said, I don't think you understand. We're going to go visit that place in January, and then we'll we'll make that decision. So Gatone's comments was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? I'm sorry. Gatone's comments is presented by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be. We don't want the people at Corso Law Group to be upset with this show, do we? Mark? No, no. Joe? A pair of bills. <laughs> Listen, with 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 what little time we have left, we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little B's and C's, and that's coming up right after this. So, Mark, quick, we, you know, we have a few minutes left in the show and um, want to talk about, I mean, hey, look, the Bruins, they're on break right now. We'll talk the about the them Bruins, a little more Chris, next week. Chris, quickly, mm-hmm. the Bruins, we talked about this last week. I said to yeah. you, but what are they going to do against teams that can go in, bang you, grind you? They lost to Carolina, yeah. right? And they lost to Tampa. Two teams, two games in a row against teams that may potentially in a seven-game yeah. series, it could get interesting, Chris. And and the Panthers too. They had lost yeah. three in a row, and then they came back and and won the final one, which is good going in. Which was, was good against yeah. a quality team going into the break. So we'll yep. see what happens. And if they're going to make a move, it's going to take DeBrusque maybe on the table, uh, some picks, things like that, to try to bring bring a good uh, defenseman in or something like that. So they're on break right now. Let's see if the rest helps. That they're an aging team. Yep. Um, and so we'll talk about them next week. But the Celtics, Mark, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Missoula a little bit. It looks like he's trying to be Belichick a little bit too much. Um, but last night, you know, we last last week is there a chink in the armor right now. 
with this team. And and <clears throat> they played the Suns last night. Not a team they should lose to ever. And this well, the Suns didn't have one of their best players. Booker didn't play. Booker wouldn't Booker didn't even play. I, I was I was shocked that they lost that game and the way they performed. Now you're gonna have stinkers every every so often, but you're starting to see a little bit more co- to coming back to reality. Um, they had no offensive rebounds. I just want to give you a couple of no offensive rebounds. They were six for twenty three in three points. Okay, they didn't find another way to win. Okay, Tatum didn't set the tone at all. These are my and and the bench really mm-hmm. sucked. Okay, yep. is do they need to make a move? What is happening? A couple of things. I think you could use another body, right? Because we do know that you know the guy that was a Gallinari, who we were supposed to have, blew his knee out. That that yeah. you know they could use somebody in that role, Chris. But the other big takeaway I have in you and I hate to agree with you you know that but you hate to agree with me for you jerk you were very astute (laughs) last week when you started to question Missoula because now is when a coach needs to make an adjustment because now yeah. you're starting to struggle a little bit and that you know you things you know like you saw yesterday well how yeah. do you now make some adjustments because it's not coming as easy right so now what are those adjustments can Missoula do that I, I don't know I know you questioned it last week yeah is he gonna you know how does he manage the rest a little bit and and that's where coaching to me says in the NBA coaching means nothing but how do you manage your bench? Because if the bench, like last night, the bench was horrible. And maybe they're, maybe they're feeling footsteps because they keep hearing about trade rumors and there's maybe a lot of pressure and stress on them. I don't know. But how are you going to manage Pritchard, manage Pritchard and those guys and inserting them in different combinations, right, to, to be able – Doka was pretty good at that. So, you know, different combinations to spark something um, when things like this happen. Because, again, it, it, you're going to have games like this and you're going to have to figure out other ways to score. That's the thing that was no, there was no spacing because you couldn't have spacing because you didn't have any breaks. Your defense wasn't good enough to get out and run. And they just couldn't find another way. They just kept chucking up threes and they couldn't find another way to win. And that's and to score points, Mark. Well, that's the thing, Chris, you brought up. So, but, but isn't that an in game adjustment that you have to make or, or something you have to do and, and make? Right? I don't know. Right. Because and, and, against and the Nets, do... yeah. Against the Nets, they got the spacing. And they got the spacing based on stops, right? Wait a minute. Don't bring up the, 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 the Nets. I'm going well, to they... ha- make Joe very happy. You beat the little sisters of the poor in the Nets. Why are you bringing them up? I'm simply saying, and by the way, astute is a perfect, perfect way to describe me. Don't you think, Joe? Oh, <laughs> Joe. I'll never hear that. I'll never live that comment down, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously, when they played the Nets, they got good spacing because they got stops. And 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 in three all three phases of the shot clock, right, Mark? What does that no, mean? Real quick. They, real quick. All well, three phases of the shot clock, they were they were getting spacing on the floor. What do they mean no, when they, they say the three phases were, of the shot but clock? Chris, but but the problem with them is, Chris, they they go a little too much one they they get obsessed with the one on one right whether it's Tatum or or and as far as spacing Chris they just they, they just hang out they sit there in the paint they sit there and they wait for somebody to to, to go one on one there's no you're right there's no there's no play call there's no there's no double back screen there's nothing happening to free up the ball and to free up a shot right they just go they just it's it's basically one on one 
you know, it, it's one-on-one street ball. And can you score? No, you don't score. Okay. Nobody's there for the rebound because everybody's standing around watching you play, you know, one-on-one. And then they go down the court the next time and, and they do it again. Well, listen, we're going to stay tuned and, and uh, see what happens, see if Missoula can uh, – and if they're going to make any moves at the wink wink over there, the owner says, hey, we're all in. We're all in. We'll, 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 go, we'll go big. We'll go heavy. Uh, and I get these morons that are asking, Mark, is Stevens going to be willing to do it? Dude, the owner's saying that. What do you mean is Stevens going to be willing to listen, do it? Listen, right? I, think, I think the Celtics are all, go all in when they think they can win it. And if you look around the league, Joe, this is the year – that you should be able to grab the trophy. So if you're gonna, if there's any year where you're gonna try to pull a trigger, it's this year. So we'll see what happens. Stay tuned. They're gonna be coming up on their break soon. The trade trade deadline for the NBA is uh, what? Is it next week or is it just past? No, next week, I believe. No, so, I believe it's next week, Chris. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. And uh, listen. That's it. Hey, look, great show again, gentlemen. You know, saying goodbye to the legend, Tom Brady. So, again, thank you, Tom. Greatest of all, Tom. Uh, guys, Catone's comments uh, – sorry, Corso and Catone was presented by – I want to keep talking about Catone's comments in that weather, Mark, you know? But, <laughs> oh, Cor- would you please? Corso and Catone was presented by Special Sauce Podcast, specialsaucepodcast.com. Listen, get on this week. Watch. All our shows are up for you to watch and listen to. Follow us. Thumbs up, all of that stuff. Come back next week, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, We're going to have more Patriots talk in what they're going to be doing, coaching lineups, how they're setting themselves up uh, for free agency, and, of course, our Super Bowl coverage where we're going to have our Sunday spread and our lock of the week for that. You never want to miss that. And uh, we'll get back to Bruins, Celtics talk, and, of course, Catone's Comics and your heated hotline calls. Make sure you call this week. Have a take. We'll put it on the air. Anything you bring to the table, we'll be ready for. We are Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. See you next Saturday. Bye, Corso and Catone on iHeartRadio, iTunes, or wherever you podcast. And subscribe to the YouTube channel, Corso and Catone, and catch the chaos at 7 p.m. on Saturday.